Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. It's not even our anniversary. It's it's actually their anniversary. You know, uh, the late great Wes Craven, the late great Charlie Murphy, uh, Angela Bassett, Alan Payne, and of course, the man himself, Eddie Murphy, Vampire in Brooklyn, y'all. How did it get by me that today Vampire in Brooklyn is celebrating the 25th anniversary of this release man i remember uh being a kid i remember it was just me and my mom she took me to the theater to see this shit and this was definitely like when i was a kid it didn't really it didn't scare me like i think eddie murphy when he was like in full transformation makeup and you know had the scowling demon vampire face with the crazy ass teeth that was kind of creepy looking back in the day but this shit man this was always Excuse me. This was always a riot for me, man. Uh, a riot in one of the most positive ways possible, because uh, if you from Philly like I am, y'all know that riots. We cannot use that word lightly these days, uh, especially not as of yesterday and today. And um not going to jump into that. That's for a whole different episode, which I actually might do. But we'll keep it lighthearted for the night in that sense but um yeah man vampire in brooklyn man i'm so mad that you know i actually saw this on instagram there's a page i follow i'm kind of disappointed in it so i shall remain nameless but i'm kind of disappointed in this page that i follow on facebook which always says happy such and such anniversary to this movie happy such and such anniversary to that movie or actress or actor or producer director writer whatever case may be they always keep us up to speed with the um you know, with the dates, the birthdays, the release date, anniversaries and shit like that. But they didn't have this up there today, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm really disappointed, man. But lo and behold, it was one of those black and proud Instagram pages. Thank the Lord for them, because had I never would have known that I never would have known this. And um, we never would have been here uh, listening to this, man. Of course, like I said, Vampire in Brooklyn, Eddie Murphy playing multiple roles, doing what he does. Um, Angela Bassett, who is fine as hell in this movie, Alan Payne, um, little secret here. Don't tell anybody people, but I thought justice, his character, Alan Payne's character's movie. I thought he was the coolest motherfucker this side of the hemisphere, uh, back in like 95 when this movie came out. Yeah. Kadeem Hardison, John Witherspoon, Joanna Cassidy. And you got, um, you got some Wes Craven, uh, for, you know, for the hardcore Wes Craven fans out there, you got Wes Craven, uh, alumni up in there, man. I'm not going to say who it is just now. I'll say it, you know, as they pop up in the movie, cause it's definitely more than a few up in here man but this is a movie definitely um you know it 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 relies heavily on the um you know on the comedy aspect of everything rightfully so there are scenes in the movie that you could take seriously that they that they take them they took themselves seriously while they were making it but i think for the most part we knew what this was going to be when you see eddie murphy headlining vampire in brooklyn you know it's not going to it's basically it was basically 1995's aka the 90s wave of movies it was their version of blackula you know because all we really have you know uh culturally is blackula the sequel scream blackula scream and vampire in brooklyn also did commentary for both the blackula movies if y'all want to check it out it was actually a good um two good movies to revisit this one this one definitely still holds up now my only complaint with this movie uh before we jump into this commentary because i really want to get straight into it and enjoy the hell out of this my only uh, my only complaint with this movie is probably my most, you know, it's not really big, but probably my most minor complaint in a lot of Eddie Murphy movies is that the prosthetics, like when he's playing these different characters, 
the skin is a little too shiny so it makes it really obvious like when he's playing preacher paulie you can tell it's it's makeup you know you can tell it's latex uh prosthetic makeup when he plays guido uh later on in the movie you can kind of tell like you like to the naked eye maybe they don't know but it's all in the eyes man if you look at his eyes you can tell that's eddie murphy behind that makeup but it was it, it's still cool to see it man because that's a that is not an easy thing to do man that's one of the reasons why eddie murphy will go down as one of the greatest of all time um character actors comedians whatever you want to call it man he he is one of the goats and rightfully so man because he's been doing this shit he's been doing this shit forever man and and funny thing is i just learned i want to say last week that prior to eddie murphy being the god the man of many faces you know uh, in, in black cinema comedy richard Pryor actually was one of the first people to do that if not the first in the movie called which way is up where he's playing uh either two or three different characters i know he plays different uh characters in that movie i can't remember how many but of course you know eddie murphy was under the wing of uh people like the late great richard Pryor, and rightfully so man because he's earned his stripes in cinema whether it be this whether it be fucking beverly hills cop whatever you love eddie murphy and the golden child is definitely something i'm doing you know doing commentary for uh later on down the line as well but people i'd rather really just jump into this commentary because i'm really i'm really looking forward to just um you know being a goofball and talking my talk over this commentary and hopefully y'all will enjoy it now people this is on i want to say this is on hits i was gonna watch it on tubi but i'm like no i can't deal with the ads i don't really have the patience to deal with that tonight especially because i'm gonna do commentary for the movie the void i told y'all i was gonna get it out to y'all and i will because the majority vote won that so the void is actually on tubi but i can't do two commentaries on on 2b network back to back like i can't deal with that many ads back to back to back so uh this i think i like i said is on hits if i'm not mistaken so you know nothing nothing really special about it and if y'all are tuning in you know we're on the countdown of course but if y'all are tuning in y'all already know y'all the real tutor reviews mvp so that being said people let's jump into this commentary for vampire in brooklyn I will hit this play bushion in three, two, one. Let's get it out. By the way, uh, did y'all like my singing in the beginning of the episode? If not, it's cool because I don't care because I really wasn't putting my all into it and singing for real for real in the first place. So if y'all don't like it, that's fine. I could really sing though, so don't judge me. Also, man, now that I see Wes Craven's name pop up, um, a lot of people hate this movie. Like, they don't even dislike it. They say this is one of Wes Craven's uh, worst movies. Bullshit. And uh, we can debate all day, all night on that because um, this is in my top five Wes Craven movies. Uh, we've got Nightmare on Elm Street is definitely number one. Scream is... Uh... No, 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 no. Nightmare on Elm Street's number one. People Under Stairs has got to be number two. Um nightmare on elm street probably because it still holds up really well and it's still creepy as fuck that's when freddie had just got on the scene and was scary people understand because of you know i appreciate it way more every watch because it's, it's social relevance um this is probably fourth because i would say scream is third then you got vampire in brooklyn and i would have to think of what my last uh fifth in my top five um west craven movie is oh my god this was edited by patrick lucier 
I don't want people to because I talk about this a lot on Facebook. I don't want people to think I've got something against Patrick Lucier. He he's cool. Um, I just think him and Todd Farmer are a security risk when they make movies together. Patrick Lucier was actually supposed to he he did some editing or rewrites for Scream Three script. He wrote and directed, uh, or he co-wrote and directed. Um, was it was it uh, Dracula 2000? I know he had something to do with that. Port of Brooklyn. I'm sure they made that light tower. Cause it just looks like John Witherspoon, the late great man. Rest in peace. A lot of OG vets in this jaw, man. And Kadeem Hardison, of course. He's he's an underrated actor, yo. How did they not hear this fucking boat coming in like a train wreck? What the hell was that? I don't know what that was, people. Did that nigga say C H E? Whoa, that wasn't John Witherspoon or Kadeem Hardison. I never noticed the stunt doubles. <laughs> Y'all ain't slick. I think it's quite amazing that um, Wes Craven had the help of, of somebody like Charlie Murphy to write this who was basically basically bigging up his brother you know uh, it was it was a family affair man nephew you guys slap in the back of the head every once in a while you know he means well John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon was a national treasure man this is one of the reasons why I say I don't even know if the last Friday movie they want to do will work without him it's ways you can write um 
you know, you can write something in there and have a, a, a beautiful tribute to his character. Uh, you don't even have to go over the top, but just the fact that he was such a staple in the series um, is is really going to be hard to do um, a Friday movie without John Witherspoon, Mr. Jones. I miss that guy, man. I miss John Witherspoon like I like I knew him personally. Like I was really sad when he passed away. That's that's ex- that's exactly how you that's exactly how you would react. Was that Ray Liotta's corpse in there? That's what it looked like, Ray Liotta. Ugh, that wolf's breath probably smell like. The Bermuda Triangle, yo. That wolf actually looks like the dog from Bones. The Snoop Dogg movie. Did commentary for that too, if y'all want to check it out. Look how smooth Eddie just walked off. Maximilian. Now, which name do y'all like better? Uh... William Marshall's name in Blackula, Mama Wildy, Prince Mama Wildy, or do y'all like Eddie Murphy, Maximilian? I think I like Mama Wildy a little better. Maximilian just seems like you can't even be discreet. Like, you can't be off the radar discreet whatsoever. Like, you have to live up to that name. His girlfriend looked like Angie Stone. Alright, so because Julius owed him money, he had to rat him out. Like, yeah, there you go, man. Run, Run, Want his address, too? Yeah. Ran his ass down and said, get off my hood. Disrespectful ass, dude. This here, people, uh, looking like fucking uh, Seth Gecko, uh, George Clooney and Dustal Dawn 2.0. He looks like he's doing George Clooney, Seth Gecko cosplay. But that's um, that's actually Nick Corey, who played uh, Rod in Nightmare on Elm Street, and he played himself in New Nightmare. This guy right here, um, who plays Tony, he is, what is this guy's name? What is this MFer's name, man? He was just, and they just had him up there. He was in Shocker. Mitch Pelegi. And I think today is the anniversary of uh, Wes Craven's Shocker movie also. But he was in uh, the movie Shocker. So you got two, you got two um, Wes Craven alumni already. That's a bad coat right there, man. You got that red interior. You racist son of a bitch. Oh, I have a of my own. Come on. Hey, he's no fun. He fell right over. Some fucking wackos in this town. 
He's an intimidating guy, uh, Mitch Pelegi. He he is, man. I can't lie about that. As much as I don't like Shocker, I would not want to run into him in the alleyway. I've been stabbed and I've been hanged. Not that that should ever happen. And I've been burned, even broken on the rack once, but I've never been shot before. Hmm. Eddie Murphy's accent is cool in this movie too. Kind of itches a little. That's why I said character actor, man. He can he can take it there and, and just engulf himself in these roles. His heart was perfectly formed, by the way. (laughs) I think that's very realistic, the way he reacted to getting his heart pulled out in front of him. Because you probably would just be in shock, like... Did this motherfucker just pull my heart out of my chest? Oh, he did. All right, and then you just dropped to the ground. Maximilian had them bunnies. You see how high he jumped in the air? Like, he could play for the Globetrotters. And he is tearing him to pieces, like literal pieces. All right, something that always pissed me off. See how that stunt double running down the street had jeans on? Blue jeans? Now Kadeem Hardison uh, has his khakis on again, but you know continuity, schmontinuity, man. That little ass joint. Why would you want to smoke after seeing something like that? He's looking like you're an interesting case. Where you at? Where you at? See, look. Where you at? Huh? Where you at? I saw you at the docks. You're a liar, a thief, and a cheat. No, that's my brother Miles. I'm the honest one in the family. Well, that's unfortunate. Because that's what I like. Ah, every time his eyes change like that, it makes me squint. Love the Blackula reference. Never understood it as a kid, but you know. Oh. See, Maximilian would have had to hand me a fair one. I probably would have died or gotten turned into a ghoul anyway. But it's like you just spit a dead man's debris on me. Uh, that's not even sanitary. That's the effect of when you drink 151 for the first time, straight shot. Shit tastes like pepper sauce and cinnamon from the devil. Like if the devil was in hell, uh, you know, stirring a cauldron with fucking cinnamon and pepper sauce. That's what 151 tastes like. That shit will have you scratching your trachea off. Why would I do that? You're my ghoul now. I need you to help me find a woman. 
A woman? Oh, well, you came to the right spot, man. I mean, Brooklyn's full of hoes. I'm not interested in your hoes. I'm looking for a special one. One of my kind. The only one like her in the world. I know that's right. I respect his motivation, though. He said, I'm not interested in your hopes. See, ladies, you got to appreciate a man out there, whether he's vampire or not. You got to appreciate a man that's not interested in hoes and he's just looking for a special one. Not a special hoe, but just a special. Y'all get what I'm saying, man. That's a great shot right there. Alan Payne and Mrs. Angela Bassett. I wonder how why she still goes by Angela Bassett and, and not um Angela Bassett Vance. Because she's married to Courtney B. Vance. Now this being uh, and that horoscope is actually foreshadowing a lot of shit that's gonna happen in this movie. So they kind of wrote it off as just like, oh, Rita's reading their horoscopes again. Justice is making a joke out of it. They shared a joke together, but it actually plays out later on in the movie. I really like that that little that little gem they dropped. But I was about to say, Alan Payne. This was '95. I want to say he was fresh off of Jason's Lyric, which came out a year before. He's great in that, and of course, you know, he was in New Jack City. Joanna Cassidy here playing the captain. She's in uh, Ghost of Mars. Did commentary for that also, if y'all want to check it out. But she, I liked her in Ghost of Mars. I wish she had a lot more screen time. You know, she played Dr. Whitlock. And of course, she was Rose in um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. But I like her in this. She's a hard ass. You know, she don't, she don't play around. She got the little accent rocking too. Safe to say she she got a little bit New York. Now again, I, I think I, I think I said this before. Um Detective work seems like it'd be the only like if I, I like I was never one for law enforcement like a lot of people ask me you never want to take the tech fuck no them dudes put that I mean you risk your life every time you walk out the door around here but law enforcement something different especially this day and age but detective work seems interesting. Some, some pretzels. He is snapping. Oh, right. he he was a little dramatic. It wasn't that that wolf wasn't that damn big. But then again, I ain't never seen a wolf up close, so I wouldn't know. Yo, and the cop, the the cop's reaction was just like, "Wait, where'd he go?" 
He's like, I know I just saw him fly in the air, but I'm I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt. That's a great scene because the dog, the dog knew. And then, you know, the, the cop said killer loves to bite. And Max whispered. He says, so do I. The dog kind of tilted his head like what? Good job, Rita. If I can praise Angela Bassett real quick, she's had a hell of a fucking career, man. She is definitely one of the greatest blacktresses of all time, man. She's she's amazing. I remember seeing a post on Instagram where it was like, so she played, you know, Malcolm X's wife and Tina Turner, and she played in Wait Next Hell, and she didn't get no. It was like y'all ain't give Auntie no Oscar, and she played Black Panther's mom. She's amazing, man. She's great. You know, um, I don't know if a lot of people remember this because I'm a hardcore horror buff. She was in like, you know, even B movies like Critters 4 where they were in space. She's in that movie with Brad Dorif. Like, come on now. And she was still badass in that. All right, that's some Tales from the Hood shit. You open up a casket and or a coffin and see yourself in there like, nah, I'm going to need therapy for the rest of my life in the afterlife fuck that it's you hmm? what did he turn into like uh did he turn into like the all spark from halo or something Or whatever the hell that thing is from Halo that just it, it just glows and just flies around all over the place. That's what he turned into. he was so attracted to um Rita because she's fucking nuts it's the crazy ones man I'm telling you man they are keepers fellas depends there are now there are certain levels of crazy Um, part of a TGI Friday's potato skin. A little well done. I feel his pain though. You're not gonna ask his nephew like, 
Uh, why are you holding a coffin up the steps, bro? You wouldn't believe the shit I've seen. Nobody believe me. I'm not big ass whoop when I see one. The hell's going on? That's a great shot of the sun coming up. Look, look how Max is just standing in the background, just listening to everything. Said it so naturally. He smelt it. Right. He just paid his motherfucking rent for the next couple years. The look of this movie, it, it kind of like how it just feels like it's in the hood and the apartments all run down. It seems like it could be a, like a, in the same universe as something like People Under the Stairs. Couldn't be no ghoul, man. You ain't gonna keep tossing me all over the place and gripping me up. I'll kill your ass in your sleep. Open up that coffin and drive a wooden popsicle stick right through his shit. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't understand how people don't, how people hate on this movie, man. Like, this was the movie that got Wes Craven. I mean, if he wasn't invited already, horror is universal, but this is the movie that got Wes Craven the official, like, you know, uh, hood pass, the invitation to the barbecue, the invitation to come, to come through the block, like even the worst parts of the hood and shit. You know, you got Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy co-signing on something like this. This is awesome. Oh, no. Now, any listen, people, anytime you wake up like that, it's time to lay off the LSD and shrooms, all right? If you're going to do one, do one or the other. Y'all can't be doubling up. She woke up like... When you spray a roach with rage, she was all over the damn place. Now I wonder who the actress is that is that's in the newspaper clipping that that's supposed to be her mom. You know, her mom died in an asylum. Justice, it's not just the bodies all the year. I got a strange feeling about this case. Peter, you got a strange feeling about everything. And what do I say to you yeah, every time? Always say everything about the book. But what if this ain't in the book? Huh? Oh, boy, about the book. Don't solve it. Thanks, Sonya. That's so normal, like so regular and so natural. I love how she was they were just walking into the precinct and the chick handed her a piece of paper. She's like, Yeah, thanks, such and such. And then she just kept the conversation going. Two blocks from 
Very good. Thank you. What about the ship's log? We got anything on that? That's the second thing. The university couldn't make head or tails of it, so they sent it over to this doctor, uh, Zaco. Apparently some sort of specialist. I wonder if in the original script, uh, I don't, I never knew how many drafts there was of this, but I wonder if in the original script they had like a backstory of Maximilian and maybe, you know, Angela Bass's Rita character, maybe she was somebody else in a past life with him, or if he just chose her, you know, like I wonder if they did it in the essence of Blackula before and then they decided not to, or they just went with this. Who knows? Ugh. His face is all starting to deteriorate and shit. Oh, that butt. Fucking disgusting. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. Oh, my God. Fucking disgusting. Oh, and they made it all. They Oh, when he ate that butt, they made it all crunchy sounding. Uh, uh, no. Mm -mm. That was a big ass roach. Mm -mm. My ghoul was showing potential, performing well those duties only a ghoul can do when the cursed sun drives us. Fucking license place says R.I.P. In return, he would enjoy all the perks and pleasures of ghoul. Now he's starting to look more than sick. Julius here, he's he just look he looked dead. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> he look. <laughs> and John Winspoon's just looking at him like, yeah, I see. I would watch a movie with just John Witherspoon's character and Kadeem Harrison's character. And Max looked at he looked at he looked at Silas like, yo man, if you don't shut up. Oh man, he he said take a dick check. Reminds me of um, uh, what the fuck? I don't remember what the movie was. Guy was turning into a zombie and he had a nightmare. His dick fell off. Everything was falling off and then his dick fell off and then he woke up. That's bad. Which has actually happened to a lot, happening to a lot of people out here today, man. You know, well, like Martin said in Def Comedy Jam, he said, "Yo, you dropped your dick about a mile back, man." Y'all yeah, be messing with these, uh, you know, them hot girl summer chicks. Y'all yeah, better be careful. Drive the limo and shut your fucking mouth. Shut up. Amorism. He should have known he was going to snap. First, he, he gripped him up when he said Blue Cross. And now, you put on full blast with a vampire in the backseat. Prey by MC Hammer. You trying to get murked. You know, my mother did her studies down there somewhere before she had me. Don't talk about your mother, Martina. People say she's an incredible woman. 
There's nothing to talk about. I never really knew her. I mean, she sort of flipped out after she had me. They stuck her in the institution, me in a foster home, and that's the end of the story. How'd your father have He didn't. He was murdered down in the islands right before I was born. I wish I had, you know, at least something about it, but wait a minute. It's a tough break. <clears throat> Mom died in a, in a asylum. <clears throat> Father got murdered. Hey, hey, writing's on the wall. That ain't so sufficient. I prefer, I like this, uh, this cover for it, but I prefer, um, Stevie all day. Now, this is Zake Smoke. Um, is it, is it Zake? I'm, I'm sorry. And, um, rest in peace, shout out to him. He's a um I want to say he's a West Craven alumni as well because he was in The Serpent in the Rainbow. Not my favorite West Craven movie by a long shot, but uh it's some pretty messed up shit that happens in that movie for sure. I thought they killed the last of them, but these men warn us from beyond And I feel like Nosferatu. He went old school on their asses. But I feel like he is one of those casting steals. Like he was just a blessing to have on set. Now that boat's crew are all sleeping at the moment. They are not cruising the boulevard, sucking necks. Which would have been creepy to see in the 90s, man. Because uh, if y'all remember, like everybody that Blackula was biting was turning and. They did have that one vampire cruising the boulevard sucking necks, the gay vampire. But I like that this was basically the 95 version of Blackula, but they did their own thing. They stood on their own two feet as their own movie. But this could play as a, you know, like, nowadays, if you had Blackula, this would be the remake that everybody would want, but I, I personally would want because it would do something completely different. You don't say. You scarred your shit up. So I don't deal with snakes, man. That snake just head butted the glass and broke it. I'd have been like, hold, hold up, Dr. Zeko. Uh, you, you, you can't just drop information like that on me and just walk away. And we see Maximilian's a creep. He's been staring at her that whole time unless he just teleported. Do you have a problem, Pat? There's a killer on the loose. You don't say. It's not like me trying to flirt. And what might you know about it? There's a killer on the loose. Very smart and very quick. And quite deadly. And do you know who this killer is? He's right behind you. I mean, he wasn't lying. God, I hate snakes. Very much like us. Misunderstood. 
Uh, somehow I don't believe you, sir. Why the fuck do you have a snake in the club anyway? Like, dog. Turn that shit into a belt or something. I'm Max. Oh, Rita. Rita Vetta. She looked like she kind of enjoyed that uh, adrenaline rush right there. She's like, nobody ever kissed my hand like that before. I know this is gonna sound like a lie, but uh, I really feel like I, I've seen you somewhere before. Yeah, boy. Do you believe in the supernatural? Max was a charming mofo, boy. Well, I had this dream. What a kind of dream. There was a beautiful woman. A woman with a smile so lovely it could brighten the darkest night. She looked around like a uh, night like this. She was trapped in a prison where the moon never shined. She couldn't escape because she didn't know how. And then I came and I said, Yo, man, I don't know <clears throat> what particular role prior to this. I would say Boomerang is definitely up there, but this is another movie along with Boomerang where Eddie really put that charm on, man. He turned his charisma on a, on a hundred on this one. I would say more so this than Boomerang, actually, because he was, he was, he had to be, like, seductive in this movie. He had to seduce her at all costs. Damn, that actually gives me an idea for an episode. Eddie Murphy's smoothest roles. I know Boomerang and this are definitely in there. The Golden Child Loki's another one. He, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm not with him. He's lying. He's drunk. Uh, look at his fucking grill. He is all fucked up. Now, fellas, how many times have y'all been like about to bag a chick like number or dance with her or something like that? And one of your dickhead friends comes up and just ruins the whole thing like how Julius did. Because you see Max was just looking with his hand over his face like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. And that made him wonder even more. She will be. He looked at Justice like, yo, okay. Chomp. Hmm. He was pissed, man. He keep he keeps doing this shit to himself, man. You gotta love Khadib Hardison just as the bumbling, unfiltered ghoul. Sometimes I feel things, all right? This chick, man. Simbi Kali. I can't remember what other movies she was in, but I know in this movie, I knew I was supposed to be rooting for Justice and um, Rita. 
But um this this chick that plays her roommate Nikki, like I said, Simbi Kali, she was the one that like she just looked like trouble. That's why Justice is trying to get the fuck up out of there right now. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Meanwhile, Max has got his feet wrapped around the fire escape, hanging outside the window. You sure you don't want coffee? I'll make you some. No, no. Who painted this? Oh, that's Rita's. It's actually really good. She paints things she sees in her nightmares. Rita's got weird taste in art. But good taste in men. Gotta go. Yep. You had to get up out of it. I'm telling you, she is trouble, man. Fellas, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know y'all know when y'all see a woman that's just trouble and you have to steer clear. talking about the fellas that actually got standards not the ones that be out here smashing everything with a pulse she moves fast she went in she went right for the neck you would think she's a vampire but she ain't know that's the red zone lady y'all don't y'all can't do that to us out here Oh man. She just you just that hot in the ass that you was about to run up on justice and now you just meet a complete stranger and you invite him in. Mine's upstairs. Would you like to come and warm up with some coffee or some other refreshment? Fast ass. She look good, but have some respect for yourself. Now, I wonder when Wes Craven did this scene. Was this like a nod back to, uh, you know, because Rita's listening to Max bust Nikki's ass in the next room. Something fierce. But I wonder, was this a callback to when Johnny Depp's character, Glenn, had to listen to Tina and Rod fuck in the next room? When he was trying to get some from Nancy. Maximilian was probably he was probably on that Dracula two thousand shit. Uh, he was probably floating around the room with her, just busting her ass. She don't know what she felt. She can't get her words out. Good job, Maximilian. I mean, it, he he killed her, so of course it's wrong. I can't I can't root for this because he murdered her, but but he he was going to work. Damn, he showed her. She kept saying, "If y'all peep," she kept saying, "Let me see your face." And I guess he went full-blown animalistic. This is a good sequence, though. Um, you get the cuts of his, you know, his, uh, you know, his brow wrinkle in his eyes, her getting all sliced up really quick, and Rita 
you know, Peyton. I think that's a really good sequence because they easily could have showed him kill her um, after he slept with her, but they didn't. They did like a nice little back to back to back little cut sequence. Stylish, man. Sometimes you can shoot, you know, you can shoot straight and other times you can you can play around with stuff, man. You could take some some creative liberties. So why one day I wouldn't mind uh, directing so I can just get even more weird, like a little weirder than I get when I write. Nikki? I feel like directing gives you gives you the liberty to do that. This part of the seduction <clears throat> is quite simple, really. You just take away everything that she has. Then give her everything she needs. Rita, girl, I finally found a man who can make the room spin. Moving out to find a place of my own because we're going to need the room to roam. <laughs> Ciao, baby. Nikki. Low-key, Eddie Murphy has pretty decent handwriting, if he really did write that. Oh, yeah, you, like, figure out what she's into when they flip it and fuck her head up with it. <laughs> he just looks worse and worse every every scene, man. Church. Like I said, he don't even look sick. He looks dead. Hey, man, my pops always said, quickest way to a woman's heart, church. It's actually through the ribcage, but that's a bit messy. No, Julie's got much more interesting ways to our heart. Through her fears, for instance. Or through her faith. Excuse me. Are you people Preacher Paulie was getting trashed. Preacher Paulie. Yes, I'm Preacher Paulie. If you've been misbehaving, Preacher Paulie's here for Well, I think that I'm beyond saving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, I just want to catch Preacher before he goes in. It's just my... Pretty solid for 95. <clears throat> the way he transformed. Yes, how are you tonight? Read her. Read a bit. How are you? Yes, yes. I've been tossing about this this case that I'm working on. Well, you toss it, right? I've been having these these really strange feelings. Strange feelings, you toss it? Yes, and I just felt that I needed to talk to someone that I could trust. Oh, yeah, then you come to the right place. Come on, let us see. Now you're tossing, you're having strange feelings, and you're tossing. And, and then I heard the voices. Voices? You heard voices? Yes, like they were inside my head. Voices in your head you've been hearing. <laughs> Look how shiny his skin is, man. It it doesn't take me out of the movie, though, man. I guess I'm just afraid of ending up like my mother, you know? Afraid I might be losing my mind. You're afraid you're going crazy. That's good. Well, I mean, it's good, you know, to get that out. You can't leave that inside you. If you feel that you're going crazy, tell people. You gotta let it out. What you need is an outlet. Well, actually, I, I, I get it out of my paintings. Oh, you paint? Yes. That's a shame, man, because he's so manipulative, and she's just so, like, just pouring her heart out to this guy. <laughs> About to burst into flames in that bitch. <laughs> oh, I, I would have left. Like, I don't go to church anymore, people. I gave that up a really long time ago for personal reasons. But 
Had I would have been in attendance, I would have I would have rolled. I would have just left and went home. I'd been like, yep, preacher Paulie in his bag tonight. He must have killed the whole flask. He don't want no part. He don't want no parts of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said and Jesus walked over. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 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 Well, I don't want to talk about Jesus either. Because that the big man teaches us. It's two sides. It's actually three, but whatever. This is crazy, man, because I feel like this is what a lot of pastors slash preachers do. They they trick people into th and this is not a sh like, a you know, I'm not taking jabs at the church and all that stuff just because I'm not into it anymore. doesn't mean I, you know, I, I have my views on it, though. You know, I don't knock people that are into it, though, but uh, I feel like they manipulate you. They trick you into believing what they saying. Like they can go outside right now, gather up a crowd and be like. That boy was supposed to shoot that kid down the block. And everybody would be like, hmm, well, maybe preacher's telling the truth. <laughs> See, somebody in the back was like, well, it must be. He got the flock of sheep. I want Brother Brown to get rid of that fucking box. Two dollars, bro. She probably was the bottom of the barrel. She like two dollars. Two dollar hoe. It's twenty dollars for a dance in a strip club. Sometimes. Two dollars. All right, let me. We're not gonna spend too much time on that. Oh. Um. <laughs> His instigating ass. Wait, I never touched that girl. Oh yeah? Then you should change your shirts more often. That's a lipstick on your collar. Lipstick on his collar? What kind of man are you? Look at all look at how everybody just swarmed around him like, yep, that is lipstick. I remember what type of brand that is. All Joe and shit and everybody business. And really, he should have told Rita, like, what does it matter to you? Like, you on me or something? Questions, <laughs> the questions that got to be asked, man. Really don't. 
Oh, there it is. He's like, wait, you like me? I fucking love this scene with these two. That don't have to be a bad thing. It just means we have a lot to learn from each other. I hear that. Now, look, I love this I scene, man. It's because I got a line on those two John Doe's. Because he was just in he was just in awe. He's like, of yours? No, no you said yours. Like I I belong to you? When were you gonna tell me this? The mob boss? You know you wanna get in the car. Don't look at him like that. <laughs> he looked at her like, yep. This girl crazy, but I love her. <laughs> he jumped the fuck. Yo, man, this dude is out of control. He jumped off the fucking ledge. You ain't got the force for this kind of work, Guido. You made your point, man, right? Alright, was this bouncer uh, extra in the Sopranos or what? Something in the eyes, man, where I just look at it and I'm just like, yeah, that's that's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, says the vampire who murders people and transforms into them. I like that line because he 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 said I have yet to discover such a thing with this man justice because you know justice was pure I guess he didn't have a doorway to evil that Max could use against Rita. It's really gratuitous, my guy. Damn, they got some racist ass lines in this. He called him Sambo. This entire scene, this sequence that's about to... Oh, God, I'm fucking allergic to those type of cats. I swear I am. But, um... This entire sequence makes me want to eat pasta. Because they're super Italian. just like, yeah, man, I live on quad. Called him a putz. Damn. Belted the shit out of Bear just now. Everybody, everybody, let's go. Get the right now. Hurry up, 
just a look at this. Speaking of which, do you need to look at first sight, darling? Get the hell away from me. Oh, trying to play hard to get, huh? Let me work on you for a little while, baby. Hey, watch it, John Chef. I'll put a hole in your ass. Yo, see, on, this jaw got some you racist you jokes, boy. Damn. What a waste of garlic bread. Some thike out. Look at all that wasted garlic bread. Oh dear. Sugar's everywhere. That fucking cat exploded, man. Yo, and he put the cat back together, like, out of control, man. Why Rita look at him like that? Why can't you just give me that? Because he's That's not his woman. She should have just told him she wanted him. And you know damn well you should have waited for me. she don't need They argue like they're married. Okay, here comes another good part with them too. I just happen to be at the right place at the right time. No big deal. The city of Brooklyn shall be judged as the Hey, another West Craven alumni, Wendy Roby, who played uh the mom in uh, People Under the Stairs. She's great. That was it right there. He had her. She was leaning into Nikki, that's where I know you from. Cock blocking Max. She told me some cop named Justice came by the other night and beast fucked her. The other night, that was you. You're the beast that fucked Nikki. I said it was you. You beast fucked her. You did it. You know you did it. You know you did it. Damn. <laughs> he was about to knock his ass out. Now the guy that plays this cop. This is the same guy who was uh who had the dog in the beginning. I can't remember what movie he was in. Holy shit. His name is uh W. Earl Brown and go figure he is 
Kenny from Scream, the fucking cameraman. I just didn't recognize him with no facial hair. He is the cameraman in Scream 1 who gets his throat sliced, man. Damn. Wes loves his actors, man. And uh, I know that was a movie mistake right there because when his nail, you know, unlocked those handcuffs, that shit definitely was coming off of his finger. But, you know, props, schmops, whatever. Damn, man, I can't get over it. That was a good scene, man, where he really came to her and told her. He was like, you know, I, I care about you a little more than I'm supposed to. That was a great scene. Maximilian, I love that he's showing how super athletic he is in this movie because he just looked like he jumped over the cab right before it hit her to get her out of the way of the cab that was about to hit her. If that made any sense. Rita, I remember. I was just going by and you looked like you could use a hand. But you're bleeding. Oh. <laughs> Stomach started growling at the sight of her sucking blood. That's little, the little things in this movie, man. Just happened to be in the right place at the right time. It's really no big deal. Saying the same lines that she says every the whole setup, the, bar thing. the way he oh, bagged her, that, that was, my fault. No. was crazy. Crazy thing, man. Um, <clears throat> even though Maximilian's the antagonist in the story, I'm almost certain that when he turned Rita into a vampire, uh, he would have did right by her, and they would have been together literally forever. But you know, uh, humans rule and all of that. Thanks. Is that blood on her teeth or is that lipstick? Do you like Italian? I make an excellent fusilli. <laughs> Actually, uh, that's my favorite, but um, I really think I ought to take a rain check. There's someone else. Too smooth. No. Not anymore. You know the fucked up thing? I would love to have you for dinner. <laughs> love that line. It was in all the trailers. But the fucked up thing is his he knows how vulnerable she is and he's using everything he can against her to just sweep her off her feet. Shit. Use the hand you, you can use the handcuffs. Can I send my car to pick you up and Till you get your trust issues together.
Now, I'm not sure uh, what kind of car Justice is driving, but it's definitely something out of Fast and Furious. Now, fellas, have y'all ever done this before? Like, before you talk to the woman, you get your... Like, you ever, uh, before you talk to the woman in particular, you ever, uh, like, get your, you know, get your word in together? Like, all right, I'm going to say it like this. And then you rehearse your shit. And it then, then no matter how much you rehearse, it just never comes out the way you want it to. I mean, I've done it. She just so humbly stunted on him right now. They looking like where the fuck you get that blazer from, bruh? The chocolate factory? Super jealous. He was super jealous. He just won't let him live, man. Kadeep Hardison, dog. <laughs> Get your lying ass out the street. He would not let up, man. A minute earlier, and she'd have caught me casting every spell I knew on Julius's peak style of an apartment. But by the time she arrived, I had the place in reasonable shape, if I do say so myself. He turned that John into the penthouse, poon palace suite, fireplace, and whatnot, piano. That's like an extension of the apartment he had when he played Marcus in um, Boomerang. <clears throat> Bachelor pad. Well, that needs to change. Do you like red wine? Oh, of course. It's it's the only one I drink. Really? We share similar taste. Van Gogh. He's my favorite painter. Oh, have a closer look. Is that... See, man, he 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 just keeps going, using everything against her. Officer, just want to ask you a few questions, ma'am. What the 
Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Damn door down. Let me see a shield. Not like it's gonna mean shit. Just wanna ask you about a friend of yours. Goofy looking guy. Used to be a numbers runner for Kitty Caprice. Julius? He in trouble? Come on in. Crazy ass. She put the double barrel to that man. Well, beyond the skyline would be Skyline Three, that trailer they just dropped this week. Loki, I would have bought them as a couple in real life. Um, I'd have been perfectly fine with Eddie and Angela. <clears throat> and I know. You need to give me this drink. Give me your hand. And come dance with me. <laughs> there you go. I'm not a good dancer. Oh, come, please. Just one dance. Come, come. <laughs> this is crazy. Every line, man. Everything he's throwing at her. Maximilian, boy. That's a smooth mofo, man. I say it again. Eddie put that. He is a different type of uh, charm he put on in this one, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. Or do they have like a um what do you call it they call it a sh uh, shout factory uh versions of this for like the blu-ray release where they got like special features i would love to see the making of featurette and uh like the interviews they did does she just hiss at him oh yeah oh yeah He probably thinks she's like uh, hypnotized by him, but low key, she's fu probably fucking dizzy from that camera just keeps spinning around him like that. Silas stay out there playing cards by himself, man. Girl. Girl. What girl? 
your pop is supposed to remember faces. <laughs> the night watchman. Got it to that, right? Right. And I'm also the proud landlord of this uh, residential type place, so I do know who comes and I do know who goes. Bet you do. But you hear who comes and goes also. You were Latoya Jones once. You should call her Miss Butterworth because she had to ass flat like a pancake. I haven't seen her around lately, but I have seen your partner. Oh, yes, I have. Is she my partner? Mm hmm. Must have done some serious bumping last night with that cat. What cat? Some suave motherfucker. New tenant. He's been tapping that top chef Classic John with the spoon. Justice is pissed. I said she's going home to get some sleep. Uncle Silas, he he need he need to just do away with them glasses. Half of the damn right lens is gone. It's tape on the side of it. <clears throat> up there they really laying that new york accent on thick looks like a bed sheet or something she's wrapped up in that was a part that kind of creeped me out as a kid when i saw it back in the day because he he crucified her up there especially with those of his own kind but even that in time runs out. And then in the family of darkness, blood will prove thicker than water can ever be. Is that true? He opened up the drapes like sun was gonna shine in. It's nighttime, dog. I love how she's got the you know, he snatched her cross necklace off and uh she's she's got like that permanent imprint. Justice is like, and you did that shit, didn't you? It was just a dream. It's real. Everything that you believed in and I didn't. It's real. Just as you saw her. Oh. I mean, what better time to start believing in things than when bodies start dropping? Cause it's genetic, baby. You're batshit nuts. Together. And it's attractive. 
That's what he should have told her. We make mistakes. We have differences. It's okay. You're only human, right? I mean, well, you are. She's a hybrid now. See, if she go in that red, that red zone, she on that neck. He's like, is she doing what I think she's doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what you doing? Right. <laughs> I love that line. You know what you doing? If she would it, I'll make it up as I go. Fuck yeah. Now, kid or not, uh, this was a scene I was rooting for because I'm like, okay, finally they stopped playing games. I, I want this, but uh, hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, what if that was his favorite shirt she just ripped? But you see, he tried to re- Hey, she fucking scratched him. Ugh. She saw that blood. That was actually sexy as hell how she transformed. Like, the way she was trying to flip her, you know, shoulder to get her coat off or her jacket, shirt, whatever it was. But I like how I was trying to say I like how he resisted because he was just like, I want this, but then she started going crazy. He's like, wait, we was about to get it on. Now she didn't give my man justice blue balls. Now, fellas, imagine that. Like, um, you're just so secretly, madly in love with this woman, and then, you know, y'all let y'all feelings out, and as soon as y'all about to get it in, she just runs out the crib because she's about to turn into a vampire. Damn, he looks terrible. Thought it was death becomes her. Dick commentary for that too. If y'all want to check it out, that's another dark comedy gem right there. God bless the '90s, man. As far as cinema goes, it was just such a nostalgic time, man. They don't make movies like that anymore. Nothing but dogs, coyotes, and possums out there. Women. 
that was probably meant to throw people off and think that he was just going to stare and the camera was just like, you know, we were just going to cut to the next scene. But he had to throw that line in there. Yeah, except go out in the daytime, nigga. Don't gas it up like you can do anything you want to do. What if you want to go jogging at 6 a.m.? You can't do it because you run outside and just burst into flames. Some strong words, bruh. I wonder the type of reaction I get from my lady if I tell her that I'd perish without you. She'd probably tell me, don't fucking quote Vampire in Brooklyn again talking to me. And go back to your church and don't forget the collection plate. The good preacher's whiskey supply is running low. And go back to your job. They laugh at you behind your back and they call you crazy. Or you face the truth. Talk about a control freak. You lied to me from the beginning. Your father sent me to you. That's the truth. Your father. If I told you that when I first met you, when I come to you, if I told you what you were, would you believe me if I told you that you were the daughter of a vampire? It's a good scene. You're lying! You would have loved your father. Your mother did before they killed him. Who killed him? Humans! Humans fear what they don't understand, and they hate what they fear. I agree with that 100%. It's actually a good revelation that they had uh, in the story right there. You know, the dad sent him to her. Super smooth. I love how he just flaps his coat before he lands up there. She's like, wait, uh, I did always want to fly once in a while. All right, he he in here dropping the, the hottest mixtape of '95 right now. So I don't know what he said. Yeah, he's definitely cutting a demo. Who's that? Step into the light. Justice. You interrupted my studio session. You I was spitting that hot shit. I am too because uh, this was another good scene where earlier on, 
Justice wasn't trying to hear nothing he was saying. You know, he's like, you know, it's not a witch hunt. They're not cruising the boulevard, sucking necks. And but now he needs he needs this guy's help. And he doesn't turn him down either. He doesn't decide not to help Justice. He helps him out a lot, actually. A girl was murdered and it was exactly the way Rita painted it. <clears throat> it's kind of like a, you know like he's going to the old wise man for it's actually a pretty good painting too I want to know who was like who in the art department was behind these paintings I was in love with her years ago she studied the vampires of my island I was a guide I saw her succumb to the powers of the dark one Rita is a result it's like Damn, it's some racist shit. Did y'all hear that? Now, the lady he's about to attack with the dog, she said, please clean my house. I don't want to hear your kid sick. And she said something about going back to Mexico. She's talking about a fucking maid. A Mexican maid. How racist is that? You have to. If you want to save her, you must kill him before she abandons it. It's real life, though, man. These people exist. Shit, I'd rather vampires exist than racist people. Fuck it. This blonde chick, I don't know what she was in. She She's giving me vibes of speaking of death becomes her again. She's giving me vibes of um, Meryl Streep. I understand the Negro people. I understand how you've been chained down by the oppression of white capitalism. Jerry Hall is her name. Uh, let's see what she was in. Don't drink her blood. She's racist. She wasn't in anything that I recognize as I look up her credentials. Your turn, Rita. Taste her. Taste her and quench the hunger. No! I won't do it! You don't have a choice. No deposit, no return, no going back. He looks like a vampire, a bat, a pig. Like he looks like a bunch of different animals when he goes like full blown vampire. And did she really just low key adapt the accent? She's like, I'm not going forward. Shakespeare. Now this here, when she opens up the doors and the light shining on her and blowing wind, it was like a scene from like Moonwalker or something. Right, because he is just, he's in bad shape. 
she ready for the road, boy. She need a nap. You know what? I'm ready to call because we can leave. We get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but the way when he says she need a nap, Max looked at him like, "What I say?" He is trashed. Where's my $50? $50 on the Knicks? Gee. Y'all could tell this was 95. It must have been a different ball game back then. That ain't no diss to the Knicks either, but I'm just like, they, they, need, a, they need a big break. Oh. I hate that part. He's not trying to hear nothing. <laughs> Even his eyes are dead now. But it's like he said, take care of that one. He's falling apart. Goofball. Ugh. What did he expect him to do? What was he surprised you punched the vampire in the face and he didn't budge? Come on, old man. Right. Right. You too damn old to not know the rules. That was smooth. Max's teleportation skills is on a bean. And he blew the candles out. He said, Yeah, I, I think I got your ear. Get him to a hospital. I'm not leaving without reading. Justice, remember the painting. If she joins with him completely, she'll strike you next. I'll let that booty go, brother. If this try to suck me like I'm a damn 40 ounce of more, nigga. He better be. Right. Jeez. 
he is just falling apart, man. I wish they kept it going, like him and John Witherspoon, and he was just a torso by the time they got down to that car. Like, he had to carry his head, his torso, his limbs. That'd have been all that. Or maybe I just got a sixth sense of humor. The art department is crazy on this joint. Like I'm just looking at the craftsmanship on this uh on this coffin. Alright, say no more. Being a vampire got Rita that five head. Hey, bitch. Rita, get away from her. Maximilian is a hideous vampire. Tell me why she has to belong in your world. It's not a cop. It's in her blood. We're not in her heart. It's not your heart. Are you sure? Why are you talking to this man? Just rumble me. I'd have gotten irked after a while. I'd been like, yo, stop talking to me, man. Justice guy, he getting his karate kid on real quick. I think he took some Taekwondo classes before going to see this guy. <laughs> he kicked this shit out that knife. should have known what was up like she was taking way too long to kill justice oh i know brother the betrayal is real poor max Just stab me. And he turned into even more vampire. He turned into his final form. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> he can't even get his words out. Is he crying blood? Looks like he's crying blood. I never peeped that. He looks like uh like if Rick Baker did the effects for this. Cause you know Rick Baker, um I wanna say Rick Baker did the effects for the Michael Jackson werewolf and the uh thriller stuff. 
I think it's, it's just the eyes. Like, the eyes remind me of the werewolf eyes in a thriller video from Michael Jackson. a pet peeve of mine um i i hate when glass like when glass shatters and the shit just falls all over people in movies like i don't i don't get it i mean i get it but i i don't like it he got 40 ounces of old duels and butt light in there Yeah, let's, let's after everything we've been through, can we not just talk about dying, please? Damn. Just kiss me. That cut above his eyebrow actually looks real. Gotta find myself a safe job. Like the motherfucking bomb squad. Hey, okay. <laughs> That's a safe job. But thank you. And at least you got your uh uh Ugh. It's hard to compliment him. He looked like if Jason was black when he came up out the water. He looks like if Jason was black, but he also looks like Al Simmons. Um, you know, when Michael Jai White had the prosthetics on and Spawn. said our homie the vampire this was i'm telling y'all man when this ending happened i thought this was some of the coolest stuff i have ever seen i loved this ending because i was ready i was ready for another one and they really made him like he, he was duggy as hell He just got reju <laughs> rejuvenated. I imagine you can hear the sound effects when his dick started growing in. You the boss, boss. God, man, when their eyes do that yellow men in black stuff, it makes me squint, man. Now, he adapted the accent as well. 62. 62. 
Does that does that ring make you just develop an accent? <laughs> I was so ready for a sequel, man, with Kadeem Hardison and John Witherspoon. That would have been that would have been awesome, man. That'd have been awesome. Well, we made it, people. We survived um, Maximilian's wrath in Brooklyn, man. Uh, vampire in Brooklyn, people. In case y'all ain't know, this is uh, this is a uh, this is a ten for me, man. Fuck all the dumb stuff. This is a ten. You know, I was gonna give it a nine and a half because of um how like waxy and oily and shiny the prosthetic was every time Eddie Murphy turned into somebody or like the vampire effects. But like I said earlier, it wasn't enough to take me out of the movie. So this is a ten, man. Like I said, it's in my top five Wes Craven movies of all time, along with like Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, People Under Stairs. I gotta find that fifth one though. I gotta go look at his resume and see what the fifth movie is in the Wes Craven um you know top five ranking. But uh speaking of which man Big, big, big rest in peace. Shout out to the late, great Wes Craven, man. He he delivered a classic that is in the likes of something like Blackula, but it stands on his own in the Wes Craven uh, filmography. And it also stands on its own in, you know, in Eddie Murphy's um, filmography as well, because, you know, he wasn't just playing Maximilian. He does what what Eddie Murphy does, man. He plays multiple roles, which he does. He does full-blown, man. He does it in spades. So, you know, much respect to him. Shout out Angela Bassett and Alan Payne, Kadeem Hardison. Rest in peace. Shout out to John Witherspoon, Zeke Smoke, everybody that um, was a part of this movie that's no longer with us, man. The cast was amazing. The 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 movie's just amazing, man. I had a really, really, really decent time doing this. Oh, okay. K and B were the pepper the, the puppeteers. The puppeteers and the makeup effects. I figured they were. I figured they were. That's good. That's why it's good to always watch the credits at the end of the movies, people. Because um, you get to see who does what, man. I feel like all these people are, they, they play a big hand in what makes movies great. You know, the good ones anyway. Everybody plays a part, man. It's like a big, you know, it's like Jenga. You know, you if without one piece, it's like everything doesn't really stand tall enough as well if I, am i making sense to y'all i don't know if i'm making sense i feel like i need more coffee and i really do if i'm going to bang out this uh commentary for the void this evening which i really want to get out to y'all and if i don't I, i'm so serious i would get it out to y'all tomorrow because i know um tomorrow i would definitely have uh the time later on in the afternoon but um y'all already know what to do man and if y'all don't which y'all should but just in the case that y'all don't y'all can follow the podcast on anchor spotify itunes google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast break or radio public shout out to anchor follow me on facebook and instagram romero tutor follow the facebook movie group the cinemaniacs last but not least shout out to the tutor reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters out there man y'all stay killing it in the game stay killing in the game man i hope y'all tune into this one as well man i need to Excuse me. One of the things that I definitely need to do, I need to get up on my black comedies, my black cinema. I think I'll probably do that at some point in November, but probably most certainly in December. That's my birthday month, so I'm going to be doing like a little bit of, little bit of, uh, you know, more more celebratory shit than I than I normally do. So it's going to be a good month in December. But I'm definitely, you know, I definitely got to get on my uh my black cinema, man. I owe it to the culture at least to do that. But um, yeah, man, y'all are, y'all are always killing it, man, and I I appreciate the love and support y'all show me. Y'all already know I show the love and support to y'all right back tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the Can. I'll check y'all on the next one.